Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Barely There Theater, where we present theater to you, barely. Up this week, a play. There will be a brief message after the play is over, so stick around once the show's done. Now sit back, relax, and please enjoy The People of France v. Rats, 1508. Hi, my name is Joe Vasquez, but tonight I may as well be Bartholomew Chassonet, or Cassonu Betelon, or Bartholomew Cassonu. We're not actually sure what exactly his name was because he lived in France five centuries ago. Record keeping back then, not the greatest. But for the purposes of tonight, we will be calling him Bartholomew Chassonet, and I will be playing him. I'm speaking to you now as a public service announcement. You should really know about me. I'm the best lawyer in history. That's a bold claim. There surely must be better. But I ask you this. Can you name one other lawyer that defended a literal pack of rats and won? And I don't mean rats in the Jersey sense. You know, forget about it. I mean rats. You know, the ones that carry plagues and killed most of Europe in the 14th century. They like cheese. Anyway, the year is 1508 and there's a famine. The crops ain't growing. What do you grow, Farmer Jacques? Nothing, goddammit. You got years on you? When crops do grow, what do you grow? Barley. That's what my landlord makes his living off of. It's important to note that while some liberties have been taken with the story, this is all largely true. As true as true can be 500 years later. Landlord here means lord of the land, literally. The farmers grew crops for lords in exchange for not much, frankly. When you hear something tonight that sounds familiar, imagine what the 16th century French equivalent would be. Or don't. Picture this as some weird Florida case if you want. All of this to say... There really was a lawyer named Bartholomew Chassonet who lived in Outon, France in the early 16th century who really did take on the actual rats as his actual clients and made sure they were acquitted of their crime. The liberties taken tonight were to make the story more palatable, mainly it being in English because, once again, this is feudal France. You, self, where's my body? We're out. I guess it's time for you to die. And there is a famine. Fun fact, plus a bit of history repeating itself, there was actually a plague at the time. This one was called the French pox, but today we know it as syphilis. The big Sif. I had been working in Milan, but the pox blew through town and put me out of work, so now I'm back home at Uton. Hey, Bartholomew! Good to have you back in town! Where are you staying now? Back with my parents. Aren't we, y'all? My kids had to move home, too, since they're out of work. Stupid packs! One little plague and everyone's plans are thrown off. Yeah, it's a mess. Say, did you hear? They caught them responsible for the famine. Get out. Who was it? Bunch of rats! You mean, like... No, no, no. Actual rats! With the tails? Whiskers, too. Turns out it was them eating all the barley the whole time! And you say they caught the rats responsible? No. It's prosecution. The archbishop is going to excommunicate rats from the church this afternoon. All rats? So says the idiot with the bell. Villager Pierre, do you know what this means? Rats ain't Catholic? I'm a lawyer looking to catch my big break. This is the ambulance I can chase to the hospital. Ambulance? 
Hospital? The hell are you talking about? Bartholomew? You been in the village wine trial lately? I'm going to defend these rats from this unjust justice. Uh, they're rats. Rats are entitled to a criminal defense, same as you and me. I should mention, in Europe between the 9th and 18th centuries, animals suspected of breaking the law would be put on trial. In 1389, a trio of pigs were sentenced to death for killing a man. The herd the pigs came from was also sentenced to death for their implicit approval of the assault, but saved at the last moment by a pardon from the duke. The original three pigs were convicted of manslaughter and burned at the stake. Rats were put on trial because the farmers of France were starting to feel a little mutinous. I'm upset. On account of the starvation. So the Catholic Church, on the behalf of the farmers, decided to prosecute the cause, excuse me, alleged cause of the famine. The rats of Bhutan were charged with destruction of property. It was them that done it. String them up! Farmer Jacques, let's not resort to mob mentality. Violence never solved anything. You don't know much about French history, do you? Like the best lawyers, I want to make a name for myself. And what better way to do that than by defending the indefensible? Those poor rats didn't deserve these charges. This is a classic example of 16th century McCarthyism. Defend them if you want. But you and I and everyone here knows it's them rats that done it. Can't prove the guilty innocent. I don't have to prove them innocent. I just have to get the case thrown out. It can then only be assumed that Bartholomew rushed to the courthouse set to a snappy montage with some upbeat pop song. Courthouse here meaning church and upbeat pop song being, I don't know, something on a lute? And since the accused couldn't be bothered to arrive in court today, I have no other recourse but to assume their guilt. It is with my humble pride that I condemn and excommunicate the rats from the Catholic Church. Are there any objections? I have an objection. And who are you? I'm the defendant's lawyer, Bartholomew Chassonet. I wasn't aware the defendants had a lawyer. Frankly, sir, I'm not surprised. I have been in absolute shock ever since I heard about these proceedings. These ramshackle proceedings. You claim to be a judge, sir, and you flout the law. Careful. I am the law. What I mean to say is that I'm afraid today's sentencing will need to wait. And why is that? You said it yourself. My clients aren't here today. And why is that? It's not due to any case of assumed guilt. It's due to lack of diligent notice. When you stand there and decry rats, which rats do you decry? Rats? The rats that ate our barley. Were all these rats given notice of today's court date? Notice was posted in town. Oh, my mistake. I withdraw my objection. One more question, Your Honor. Was the barley eaten in town? No. We don't grow barley in town. The barley is grown in the country. Then you're charging the country rats, not the town rats. Rats are rats, Bartholomew. That is simply untrue. Rats are not great migrators. They have short legs. Put yourself in a rat's shoes. Can you imagine going so far with so short of legs? No, I don't suppose I can. I will concede there may be rats commuting to work out in the country, so there is a possibility some of the guilty will escape justice. But it is better that some escape justice than several be punished unjustly. Still, I don't believe in letting criminals go unpunished. 
The law is only just if it is applied fairly, Judge Archbishop Robert. You cannot condemn rats that were not given notice of their day in court. The same way you could not charge me of a crime without notice, without a chance to appear and defend myself. If the infamous pig trio of 89 received a notice on their pigsty, so too should my clients. Very well, Bartholomew. Due to lack of proper notice, today's court date will be postponed until tomorrow afternoon. Proper notice will be placed in town and in every farm in the fields. All rats in the diocese. That means county. I know what it means. It's my diocese. All rats in my diocese are summoned to appear in court tomorrow at 1 p.m. Court is adjourned. Heard about the trial? Isn't it great? I got the trial postponed a day. That means I have time to build a case, mount a defense for my clients. Bart, I mean this in the nicest way possible. I worry the devil has taken a hold of your soul. You're fighting the church. You're defending rats. Are you suffering a fever from the pox? You're one of them don't believe in masks types, aren't you? I'm a civil servant trying to do my duty and climb the ladder of notoriety. If I can get rats off, imagine how many noblemen will need my help. Uh, I suppose. Still seems a little morally gray to me. Why not throw the trial? No one will mind if the rats are excommunicated. I'm providing my clients with the same quality of defense I would want my lawyer to defend me with. A day comes and goes, and of course, no rats show for trial. Surprise, surprise. Once again, Mr. Chassinet, your clients are no-shows. In addition to destruction of property, the rats are now guilty of contempt of court. If there are no objections from the jury, I hereby excommunicate. You strike me as a man of precedence, Your Honor. Well, I'd like to think so. And when a case involving a farmer crosses your desk, what is the standard procedure? I don't follow. Farmers live busy lives. Farmers aren't on trial. No, my clients are. And what are rats? Don't say farmers. If not farmers. Oh, Lord. They reap. They sow. They tend to our country land just as much as our barley farmers do. You're right. They do reap. That's the whole reason we're here. They reaped all our barley for their own. And as farmers of the land, are they not entitled to certain rights? Sure, notice was posted, but have they been given enough time to get their affairs in order? As I understand, farmers get court dates scheduled at least two weeks out, if not more. This recent flagrant notice of only 24 hours... People are dying, Bartholomew. Let me excommunicate some rats so farmers can get closure. You don't want angry farmers, Bartholomew. Of course not. They hold lots of land and little voting power. Voting? What in heaven's name is that? Have you been in the village wine trowel again? If you're Trowley, a man of precedent, you need to reschedule today's trial. It's only fair. Uh, today's trial will be scheduled for two weeks from today. Updated notice will be posted in both town and country. All rats are summoned for their day before the law. And Mr. Chassonet, if your clients don't appear again... There will be no further excuses. Are we understood? Of course, Your Honor. 
My clients will be here, rain or shine. Since it's about 474 years before the founding of the Weather Channel, we don't know if it was raining or shining on the third day of the rats trial, but for the purposes of dramatic convention, let's say it was raining. My date in court came, but my clients didn't. Two weeks ago, you convinced me to delay this trial. So tell me, if that rings any bells. Your Honor, I remember that quite well. Then you recall our agreement. In your own words, rain or shine, your clients are going to be here today. I see the defendant's box is suspiciously free of rats. Care to explain? My clients were going to show, certainly. In fact, I was escorting a group of them here this very morning when I was appalled to discover the streets of this town are infested with cats. Dogs, too. You can't seriously expect my clients to appear in court if their very lives are being threatened. You have laws in place to protect witnesses, so too should you defend defendants. All participants of the legal system should be entitled to the same laws and protections. And if my clients are afraid to enter the courtroom, even now I see a cat sitting there in the corner. This is witness intimidation, plain and simple. What would you have me do, Bartholomew? We need the cats and the dogs to kill the rats. Otherwise, they eat our food, and then we starve, and then we die. Postpone the trial again. You can't be serious. Postpone the trial again and ask everyone to keep their cats and dogs indoor the day of. If you can guarantee my clients will have safe passage, I can guarantee they will appear here in this very court. You can guarantee that? Of course. You can guarantee that every rat in the diocese will be in the defendant's box two weeks from now? Absolutely. Why do I get the feeling something miraculous is going to occur in another two weeks? No more delays, only certainties. My clients will be here. It's here historical record fails us. We have no record of how the next court date went or if there even was another court date. We also have no record of a conviction either, so what happens next is free territory, narratively speaking. I got a bone to pick with you! What's up? I have to put my cat indoors? Yeah, just for a day. I have to bring my outdoor cat, who hates being indoors, inside my home and keep him there for an entire day? My bed is made of straw, Bartholomew. My chairs are made of straw, Bartholomew. My eastern wall is made of twine and straw, Bartholomew. I can't afford to have an angry cat inside my home for an entire day. I'm sorry, Villager Pierre. That's just the way it is. It's an order from the court. So let me get this straight. Because you want to make a name for yourself. You are defending literal rats in a court of law. And in the process of defending said rats, you are inconveniencing not just me, not just the entire town, but the entire countryside. All in the name of Bartholomew Chassonet, pet attorney, did I get that right? 
it's Chassonet. Technically, if I was a pet attorney, I would be representing the owners of the rats. And in this case, I'm just representing them as is. Morning, Villager Pierre. Good morning to you, Farmer Jack. How's the pig treating you? Family's dead. All of them? All except me. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to hear that. Any chance of getting another wife? Nope. I got the pox, too. Guys, I get you're upset, but you don't need to talk over me. I heard that the plague came from some bread market in Naples, Italy. Yeah, all them temperate airs and all that pasta. It's a breeding ground for infestation. You don't say. It's incredible the things you hear in town square. If you'll excuse me, I have somewhere I need to be. No surprise there, Mr. Big Shot Lawyer. Off to go save a goat or something? Hey, since you're going to be rolling in those attorney fees, I'll bill you for all the damage my cat does to my home. Sound good? Great. Anyway, it was good to see you, Farmer Jacques. Good to see you too, Villager Pierre. I spent the next two weeks building a rock-solid defense. My date in court came, and of course, my clients didn't show. How are you going to annoy me today? No annoyances, Your Honor. Just an honest lawyer trying to do his best for his clients. One second, please. Well, not only are the defendants absent, but now their attorney is too. I hope I don't need to charge you as well, Mr. Chassonet. That's your discretion, Your Honor, but I don't know what you'd charge me for. What exactly am I looking at? This here is a scarecrow. That is a mop in a bucket. It's a visual aid. It's getting my floor wet. Was that recently used? I bring my scary friend here today to prove a point. Frankly, I'm not interested in hearing your defense. You promised me you'd have every accused rat represented here today in my courtroom. And thus far, I only see one. You're right, Your Honor. I did promise that. It may have been foolish on my part. Definitely foolish. But I believed I was capable of doing so. In fact, I met with many of my clients and pleaded with them to come face their day before the law. But none of them would listen to me. You know why? Because they're rats and are not capable of understanding humans? Because they couldn't be sure if they were accused or not. All of your legal statements have thus far been unclearly worded. This is ridiculous. The point I make with my friend here is that you are prosecuting a scarecrow. Something that isn't real, isn't tangible. You want to condemn all rats as if there's some vast criminal conspiracy that every rat in the world is joined together to destroy our barley. Doesn't that sound ridiculous to you? You have no idea. I will not have my clients become scapegoats in some witch hunt. From the beginning, this trial has felt like kangaroo court. I heard about the verdict in the same breath I heard about the trial. I was told the rats are going to be excommunicated today. Amazing that a town gossip knew the outcome of a trial not yet over. How is anyone supposed to subject themselves to a justice system that decides your guilt based on how you were born? Your Honor, my clients are afraid of the church and this court. Can you blame them? Fear of the law does not entitle someone to ignore the law.
I hear you loud and clear. And I want to get to the bottom of these allegations just as much as you. Maybe even more so, for I would love to see my clients acquitted. I cannot acquit what I cannot see. You haven't named a single defendant. You have named every conceivable defendant. All of your notices have called for rats to appear in court. Which rats? Not the rats responsible for the destruction of barley. Not the rats responsible for the plague. Rats writ large. If my clients had appeared that first day of trial, it would have been all over for them. It's good they didn't show then, and it's even better they don't show now. At the beginnings of these proceedings, you claimed the rats being absent was a silent admission of guilt. I posit that the rats didn't appear not because they were guilty, but because they were innocent. Appearing for these summonses would have been an admission of guilt. You can't expect my clients to self-incriminate. I mean, maybe you can. I imagine it would make your job much easier. But if you want to catch the culprits, the true culprits of this crime, then there needs to be a retrial. A retrial with the appropriate scope of defendants. A retrial where justice can finally be found. Here is what we're going to do. I don't like you. You annoy me, and I would love nothing more than never seeing you in my court again. We are going to reschedule the trial to a future date. To be determined. Court adjourned. Then my clients are acquitted? Did I say that? No. The trial has been rescheduled, postponed indefinitely. You do not win, I do not lose. To me, that sounds like justice. And that's the mostly true story of how I kept rats from being excommunicated from the Catholic Church. Fun, right? If you're thinking a trial about rats is insignificant, legally speaking, you'd be wrong. There were real-world consequences to this case. An epilogue, if you will. 32 years later, in 1540, Bartholomew Chassonet was doing pretty good for himself. He had written a few books about legal precedents, one of which borrowed from ancient Roman laws and would go on to influence France's modern-day civil code. He had been elected president of parliament and was rather well-respected. But elsewhere in France, things weren't going well. The king was unhappy. I'm upset. He was upset because... The Valdesians living in my country, and I do not like it. I prefer if they weren't living. Being that he was king, and kings got what they wanted, a court order was issued. Their day in court came, and wouldn't you know it, they didn't show. This is outrageous! No one defies the church! No one defies me! King Francis the First! A lord of a nearby castle met with Bartholomew and made an impassioned speech. You must represent these people. And defy the king? 
I like my skin unburned and my head still mounted, thank you very much. You have the law on your side. How do you figure that? These Valdesians. They're scared for their lives. I don't blame them. King's got quite a temper. You have precedent on your side. Thirty-two years ago, when you represented those rats, you argued that they couldn't be expected to appear in court because they were scared for their lives. Couldn't you make the same argument? The same thing is happening here. You may be right, but what do you expect me to do? If you won't represent them, at least meet with the king. You're the president of parliament. It should be easy enough to set up. Even then... You defended rats. Why not Valdesians? I probably should have mentioned this before now. These Valdensians that keep getting mentioned, they're proto-Protestant. Basically, Protestants before Protestants were a thing. Important to note, Protestants and Catholics, both Christian, both praise Jesus, same team, same guy, same sport. They just disagree on how many rules there are and how severe the punishment should be for breaking those rules. If rats deserve representation, then surely Protestants must too. Is roughly what Lord Henri's argument translates into. His speech worked. Bartholomew set up a meeting with the king. Why do you appear before me? Your Highness, you strike me as a noble king. I am the only king you have. Of course I am noble. Undoubtedly. Without question. This business with the Valdensians. What about it? They had the chance to appear in court. Does my president of Parliament want to imply there should be no consequence for breaking the law? Certainly not. I'm here to advocate that the law be carried out to its fullest potential. Then we are in agreement. Not quite. Your Highness, I don't believe the entire town should perish for the actions of a few. They don't like me. What do I care if they burn? Nonetheless, there is legal precedence to hold off on burning the town down, for the time being, at least. My president brings me precedence. Outrageous! Nearly a lifetime ago, I had the opportunity to serve clients much like these Valdensians. They, too, didn't appear in court on the day of their trial. I, as their attorney, made the argument that they couldn't be expected to attend court because doing so would have put their lives at risk. The judge overseeing the case agreed with me and postponed the trial until safe passage could be granted for the defendants. And who, may I ask, were your clients? They were rats, your highness. Then not much has changed. Very well. My previous order will be rescinded. Is these Valdesians don't show again? My hands, they are tied. Of course, your highness. That's more than fair. Ambassador, don't bring me precedence ever again. Less than a year later, Bartholomew passed away. His successor did what all successors like to do undo all the hard work of the previous person. 
The Valdensians case was appealed for a few years until 1545 when Bartholomew's defense was finally overturned. The Valdensians were told they would have safe passage to Germany. In what is decidedly not a fun fact, that offer was rescinded at the last moment and the French soldiers burned the town down with everyone still inside. For an even less fun fact, one of the first documented cases of execution from firing squad arose from the same incident. But don't worry, the story isn't all bad. Once news of the massacre broke, King Francis I and Pope Paul III gave the leader of the attacks imperial honors. When the massacre was investigated and sent to trial, under a new administration of course, all leaders of the attack except one were acquitted. I suppose that's not a very happy ending to the story, but that's where the story ends. That's the story of the lawyer who defended rats and won. Hope you liked it. If nothing else, you have a great icebreaker at your next party. Thank you for listening to this week's play. The goal of Barely There Theater is to create plays and entertainment for people free of charge, anywhere they want, anytime they want, provided they're connected to the World Wide Web. Subscribe to us for mostly weekly updates with new audio plays, rehearsals, and whatever else might come up. We do ask that if you liked what you just listened to, consider donating to us at our website, barelytheretheater.com. As for how much, that's up to you and how much you thought the show was worth. It only costs a little bit for the hosting and distribution of this podcast, so even a little bit helps. And if you're in a position where you can't afford to donate, that's okay too. Consider passing this episode along to someone who you think will enjoy it. Or send it to someone you don't like who will hate it. We won't judge. Want to let us know what you think? Great! Get a hold of us at our email address, feedback at barelytheretheater.com, or leave a comment below if you're listening on YouTube. We want to hear from you, good or bad. Tune in in the upcoming weeks for a behind-the-scenes look at the rehearsal process of the play you just listened to, where you can hear the growth, bloopers, and whatever tangents we may spiral off into. Once again, thanks for listening to Barely There Theater.